Hello and welcome to Meaning, an exploration of how spiritual significance emerges from the life and work of Plymouth Congregational Church of Minneapolis. I'm your host, Chris Bonhoff. Today's conversation partner is Jay Maitry, who began a two-year term as church moderator in the summer of 2022. In Plymouth's system of governance, the moderator is the chair of the Board of Deacons, who you could think of as the church's board of directors. We talked about Jay's relationship to Plymouth, about what he's learned so far in his time as moderator, and about the energy in the air as we enter 2023. Well, I have I have things to talk about with you, okay, Mr. Moderator Jay Matry. All right. I'm excited to to talk with you because well, because you're my friend and I like talking to you. And I'm really interested in talking with you because it feels like, you know, this this really cool meaning-making time for you in your role as moderator. And I think it, my sense is that there's just some really cool stuff that's happening here at Plymouth that is kind of just starting to to like go from this hypothetical to actually living itself out is the sense that I get from from talking with people about stuff. That's the way it feels. Cool. Dwayne keeps using the word emergence and it feels appropriate right now. Yeah, nice. How would you characterize your your kind of evolving relationship with this community? Hmm. In the first year that we were here, uh, Jeff Sarton reached out and asked me to join a board. And I think when when it comes to just coming to church and going to the services, I've because I grew up in those small town communities, I I don't think of myself as an audience member. Yeah. So that was pretty empowering. It let me come and be behind the curtain and. Lisa and I both got involved that way. And so got started fairly early. When Ben started going to Sunday school, I ended up teaching not his class, but somebody else's class. That was really fun. I really enjoyed the, the Sunday school. And then, you know, continued along the path. I was invited to join the deacons two years ago and did so and, you know, have continued to be involved through COVID. It's been a strange three years, I think, in the world. I've found that I really, I enjoy being able to watch and hear the sermons asynchronously, hmm. hearing them. I, I am more excited about engaging with people and interacting and doing that. The in-between 10 o'clock service is more uh, spiritually fulfilling to me than actually going to what I used to call church. Got it. So you go back and listen to the sermons after the fact, and the 10 o'clock hour is kind of your, yeah. and your some, most important thing. I mean, sometimes I listen to them. We, we, we come, mm-hmm. but not every week. But I, I like being able to go back and, and hear them. Yeah, fascinating. I mean, do you think, do you attribute that that shifting of of where the significance is on Sunday morning to at least in part to the experience of going through COVID and like being forced to be away from yeah. those, those personal connections. I do. I do. I just find that I get more personal connections when I get to, when we get to have conversations, Yeah, when we're 
in fellowship with each other instead of instead of being in the audience. Yeah. It's been fascinating to watch and talk to people about what they're excited about coming to do because I don't know that I'm in the majority when it comes to that. So it's it's good that we get to have all of it. It sure feels like there's a lot more momentum these days for all of the things that are happening at 10 o'clock, for example. Right. And Wednesday nights. Agreed. There's just a lot more Yeah, the energy interaction. Is, the energy is very different than when we came here and we're excited about the music and the sermons. You know, it, it feels very, very different. The place is the same. A lot of the people are the same. I think, I think we still have the music and the sermons. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of energy around a lot of other things. I'd like to move into kind of the, the this whole moderator world and your experiences in it. Sure. What was what was your process when you were asked to mm. take this role? I I thought pretty long and hard about it. You know, we were. As we were going through the nominating committee, which I was involved with, so I also saw how we were filling roles. Mm. I felt I felt an obligation. I'll say that there's a, a level of, of yeah, just of responsibility that's that's different. It feels so. I was I needed to ask myself whether I was ready to take on that responsibility. I think one of the things that I'm noticing just in the world, is that there are a lot of institutions that have been built up in the 20th century. And a lot of them are just going away because people below a certain age aren't joining, aren't taking leadership positions, aren't making sure that they go forward. You know, when I was a kid, my dad was in the Lions. My dad was in the Rotary. I don't know any of my peers. No, I know one of my peers who's in the Rotary. No one else. And I think I felt like Plymouth, this church, is one of those institutions that I'd like to be around. I think it's important. And so it's important for – it's crazy to say the young generation when I'm I'm almost 50, but (laughs) for the young generation to step up. What has the process been like over these first six months? A lot of learning. A lot of – I – I know the clergy and staff better than than I certainly did six months ago. That's been fantastic. It's been great to see more of the inner workings of the church. Um, I mean, on some level, we're, we run a business. We have to pay for the biz- buildings. We have employees. But it's also very different than a business because the, the output isn't making money. Mm-hmm. It is helping the community and finding meaning for our members and, and helping people build relationships. Um, so it's been, it's been really good to see sort of how the sausage is made. It feels like there have been a lot of, there's just been a lot of turmoil, I would say mm-hmm. for several years. And I think we are, there's a, a sense of optimism right now. And there's a sense of coming back together and recognizing that we we can keep our traditions, but we also need to evolve. I went to the new membership breakfast this last week and met several couples that had come from other churches that 
have sort of fizzled. Hmm. So the fact that we have a vibrant community is, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. I think recognizing that is, is something that I have gotten to do. I've just been looking around at, at other churches more given the position. Like these are, that's one of the, I feel like it's one of my responsibilities as the moderator is to figure out where we are and how we fit within the community and seeing, seeing other churches just go away is it's scary and it changes, changes the responsibility, but it also changes the way we have to think about the way I think about Plymouth. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear that. I hear that. And I, and I hear, I hear that from a couple of different viewpoints. I mean, I hear, I hear a gratitude in, in, in that description. Mm-hmm. And I also hear a different kind of claiming of responsibility or like, you know, maybe a, a renaming of stakes that you already entered, you know, this work kind of holding on some level. How do those two things, you know, go together in how you're experiencing this? I would, one, I would absolutely agree. Thank you. Yeah, it was, I'm, I am grateful for what we have. I also, one other activity that I did in the last few years was we were on the growth task force together. Yeah. And that helped me reframe what growth potentially meant and helped me reframe with that discernment process we went through what it is to be a church. I heard a statistic at leadership day that our peak membership year was 1977. Hmm. So I, I feel grateful that there is a lot of energy and I feel a sense of urgency about helping us keep the traditions that we've had. I did high school speech and my favorite, favorite event of high school speech was group improv. And the key of doing improvisation, one of the keys is you never disagree with the person. You never disagree with someone, no matter how ridiculous, whatever the, the, the previous line is, it's always yes and. And we don't have to be ridiculous, but we want to be the church of yes and. If we're going to try and be the church of 1977, we'll probably continue to decline. So it, I feel I feel a sense of urgency. I feel like we do have a beautiful community and we can help the world. We can expand our community. We can blur those lines, get rid of the boundaries between our community and the neighborhood and the city and virtually with the world. But we can't do that if we don't evolve and if we don't expand on this energy that we've been having. Looking ahead to 2023, I think about, it's all about continuing to, to try and take advantage of the momentum we have. I think we've added a sense of playfulness that didn't necessarily exist when I joined in, you know, in the late aughts. That's the kind of thing I want to be associated with. So from a sense of leadership, I, that's, I want to encourage that kind of, of just fun. But if we're not doing it right, 
let's be honest with each other. Let's let's not hide behind a sheen of nice because hopefully we love each other enough to say, ugh, that's not working for me. What do you sense evolving in or around the Plymouth community? Have your connection points to church shifted compared to what they were pre-pandemic? Thank you, Jay, for stepping up and accepting the leadership role Plymouth asked of you. And thanks to all Plymouth members whose volunteering make this place go. And as always, thanks to Jimmy Hulse for our theme and to Max Brunel for additional music. Email us anytime with your thoughts or feedback. Our address is meaning at Plymouth.org. Meaning is a ministry of Plymouth Congregational Church of Minneapolis. <laughs>